0: Welcome back everybody to our twice a week, uh, taking care of business pep talk podcasts um uh, we hope everybody is well out there and and uh and operating profitably in this time of covid and and whatever other challenges you may be facing in your region um we appreciate uh, you know uh, i was talking to today's guest just a few minutes ago and and talking about some of the feedback we get about our podcast and and we really appreciate it when you reach out And tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Um, Hopefully, there's not too much of that. But but listen, we're open to we're open to criticism here. Um, But the feedback we've gotten on the podcast has been great. So so we we urge you tell us what kind of guests you'd like to talk about. Send us questions you'd like to ask of those guests. Um, As long as uh, as long as you send it, we're we're happy to hear it. Um, And uh, you know, as we've said all along during these. pep talk podcasts that we started specifically to talk about issues during the COVID outbreak, you know, we stepped it up to twice a week and, and man, that's uh, I know our producer, Kevin is, is probably sick of listening to me talk and, and, uh, and, uh, but we certainly appreciate that, that that everybody has kind of gravitated toward listening to the podcast. Uh, I wanted to send a note out to listeners though. Um, as kind of you know we start to get back a little bit to normal we're going to go ahead and go back to a little bit of a, 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 a fewer uh, uh fewer podcasts a week uh, we got to give kevin a break here uh, the poor guy uh, uh he he mentioned that he's starting to get some gray hairs at the beginning of this podcast and it's probably because of everything he's doing in and around that but uh um, you know, as some of the meetings we hold uh, with retailers and some of the conversations we have with retailers, everybody's kind of digging into the work they're doing right now and have hit a good cadence with how they're dealing with some of the challenges. So we're going to kind of reflect that in the cadence of our podcasts. And so starting this week, we're going back to a once a week format um, and some, something else exciting that we've got coming up. And I talked about this on our podcast with Scott Wright. Um, from our Retail Leadership Institute at NRHA. But towards the end of June, we're gonna start featuring uh, this year's class of Young Retailer of the Year Award winners as part of this podcast. So we're still gonna focus on uh, the issues of importance for the day, and, and and how COVID relates to that, and what's going on in the industry. But we also wanted to add in, again, some of these uplifting stories, and really focus on that next generation of retailers that everybody is going to be impressed with, and and we can all learn a little something from their stories. Um, our guest today, I don't know if I I classify our guests as, as as one of the young leaders of the industry. Uh, he and I have known each other for quite a while, and and uh, And he always has an interesting take on on what's going on out there. And and usually I get to see him at least a couple of times a year. But this year, because of uh, COVID, we we really haven't had a chance to touch base much. Uh, But today we're talking with uh, Jonathan Mize, who is the president and CEO of uh, Blish Mize, uh, a distributing group uh, out of Atchison, Kansas. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit uh, with Jonathan about what's going on at Blishmise. They got a big anniversary that's coming up and also get some of uh, of that take on, you know, kind of the distributing part of the industry, how that's going, how regional distributors are operating today and what they're seeing since they're kind of one step closer to their customers. Um, And and like I said, Jonathan's always uh, very open and, and a fun conversation. Jonathan, welcome to the program.
1: Hey, Dan, uh, thanks for having me. A first time listener, long time caller, as I would like to say here. So I've always wanted to say that on a call. Uh, so I appreciate you having me here. And uh, you've done a lot of good things. I heard your intro there and about uh, the podcast. And I think you guys are doing a great job.
0: Well, well, we appreciate that. I had to trick Jonathan and tell him we were going to talk about college basketball to get him on the podcast. So Jonathan, I'm just bringing it on you. We're not going to talk about college basketball. That's, I don't
1: think there, there might not be college basketball. Who knows? I, and, and you and I, by the way, I'm not young. Cause you and I are, I'm in I'm 51 and no, you're, I don't, I, you're the about, same about the same age as, as I am. And we're both bald almost. So <laughs> we've been around a long time, man. So we're, we are considered young, but uh, it's a long uh, industry, as you know, long, rich history that we're glad to be a part of.
0: Well, it's, it's, you know, joked about it before, it's kind of like dog years in this industry. One year is equal to six or seven. So yep. I don't want to know what our length of the industry is at in those dog years. But Jonathan, tell us, start out telling us, uh, you know, how's everybody at Blish Mize, doing? How are you guys holding up during COVID? What's what's going on over in your area and with your customers?
1: Well, yeah, Dan, I'd you things in Atchison. Uh, we're located here in Atchison, Kansas, right next door to the uh, Missouri River. And, you know, business for us this year, we're up about four and a half percent. Um, you know, last month, in the ending in May, uh, we were up about 12%, uh, you know, business is strong. I mean, the last, <laughs> I think we can all say the last two and a half months, three months have been crazy for all of us. Um, you know, one thing that that I feel very fortunate about is, is our industry being essential. And uh, us as distributors, us uh, taking care of the retailers being essential. I mean, you know, we haven't missed a beat. We've been here every day. I know our customers have been, certainly in some different uh, capacities, which we'll talk about, I'm sure. Um, but, you know, things are well here, you know, in, in our county, and in our in our people, uh, our staff that we employ, nobody's been ill. Uh, we haven't had any deaths in, in our area. Certainly, I know there's some other areas. You know, we're in a, we cover a lot of rural areas, so there's certainly uh, less people. Uh, that we have to worry about uh, in some of the bigger metropolitan areas, but uh, you know things are going really well for us. We're, we're doing all this uh, safety uh, uh, things and and safe and cleaning that we need to do. We're temperature checking uh, all of our staff here at the office and out in our distribution centers. Uh, we're we're wearing masks uh, out in the distribution center and gloves. Uh, you know, cleaning, sanitizing, doing more uh, that we have to ever before, and just dealing with all the different regulations and constant changes that go on from the federal government has been interesting to say the least for all of us uh as somebody who as a company who applied for ppp funding and then returned it so that's something we haven't talked before that but there was a lot of unknowns in the beginning about you know should we get it should we not there was reasons why we needed to and and there's good reasons for it but you know we're a strong company and we have been for a lot of years so we decided to return the money um, but, you know, certainly know that there's businesses out there that need it. And, but besides that, um, you know, things have been going pretty well for us this year. Very fortunate. Um, and it's, you know, we do a lot of e-commerce fulfillment. Um, and we also, for, even for our customers, uh, brick and mortar stores, it's just been busy for them. And we've been busy and very strong, uh, uh, you know, fulfillment of orders. And, and we're not alone in that. A lot of our other fellow distributors are in the same boat.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it's one, all of the challenges are shared by everybody at the retail side, but certainly also at the distribution side, it's probably some of it gets magnified at distribution because, you know, if, and and luckily you guys haven't, but if you're facing a positive COVID test in a distribution center, I mean that could shut the distribution center down Mm -hmm. or so, so that that kind of taking that extra step, like you guys are talking about where you're taking temperatures and being very careful with, with uh, so, now, listen, you could do all that and still have something happen. Oh, sure. Like, uh, mitigating, yeah. mitigating the exposure is is, is probably the yeah. first. What are you hearing from your customers right now? How are sure. they doing?
1: It's it's kind of a mix. I mean, some are doing really good. I mean, certainly in the beginning, you know, uh, as some of the bigger uh, competitors, the bigger boxes were shut down or or at least limiting capacities into their store. Uh, our customers were busy. I mean, certainly there's the, the gamut out there. A lot of our customers have been extremely busy. Um, some are providing curb service, uh, you know, yeah. uh, not letting anybody in the store. Um, and we, we also cover a lot of oil and gas area down in uh, West oh, Texas, New Mexico. And, you know, due to the prices of oil going down, uh, things really have dried up to say the, hate to use that pun, but, yeah. uh, but you know, but again, some of our customers down there have found other ways to, to uh, you know, find ways to survive or continue to keep their people employed by being a uh, source to help, uh, you know, people in their communities or uh, other municipalities of, of getting products. So, uh, and we've been a beneficiary of that, even though their sales may be down with us and their sales are down, uh, they still still find a, a way to keep going. But yeah, I think, you know, they're doing, they're doing well. I mean, it's certainly, majority of our customers saying they're doing good. Certainly there's some that are, that are struggling, uh, just due to what's going on, but uh, but they they've been all all been open more or less.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Serving serving their communities and uh, and figuring out. You know, that's one thing that we've talked about on this show. Is it's been so impressive seeing these retailers. Uh, you know. I, I guess it's advancing, you know, kind of the needle a little bit with things like e-commerce or curbside delivery, these retailers who had maybe said, Oh, you know, that's nice. I might want to think about it that we've seen over the last three months that have said, no, I'm going to, I got to figure it out. I'm going to do it. And now you see a lot of retailers doing that kind of thing. And, and, you know, I know at you guys' markets. I've had an opportunity to speak at some of you guys' markets, and and one of the topics that I've touched on a couple of times has been, you know, that need for building that omni-channel. And boy, you're you're, you're certainly seeing that now. And speaking of markets, um, you know, I haven't seen you guys in a little bit at a market, and and I know uh, you guys just announced plans to to make some changes to your upcoming market. Why don't you tell us kind of what's going on with that?
1: Well, really will. And, and yeah, you're the NRHA and yourself, Dan, have always been a, a great partner to come to our markets and speak to our customers and the 10 people that came to see you at the seminar is going to miss you. <laughs> no, it's, it, no. usually it's the most well-attended and, and we don't have to provide any cash or free food or anything like that. So it's good. But uh, yeah, certainly, um, you know, you know, we, we going back in March when we, we have two markets a year, March and September and uh, right, right when, I'd say the week before our spring market, I think we scheduled it like 19th through the 21st in March, the week prior, um, you know, is when the COVID started to pop up. And, you know, here in our our country, and we were getting some calls from customers saying, well, I'm registered, but now I'm going to cancel due to, you know, uh, I have, you know, immune system, whatever, or family member is not comfortable. Uh, and then we started getting, we getting calls and from some key vendors saying oh. that they've been taken off the road. And so right there, uh, you know, we kind of had to make a decision and and we took that, we decided, you know, and made the right decision, of course, even though we didn't want to do it, but because we miss seeing our customers all the time, we get online uh, and, 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 and really didn't miss a beat. I mean, you know, we captured about 80, 80% of our sales. I think one area that we probably dropped down a little bit. Um, it is in the area of drop ship orders and, and a lot of that is just not having the the vendor there uh, in the aisle with the customer the, the the frenziness of the of a market to see someone face to face to encourage that um, so you know here are markets coming up here in the fall and september and as we were getting closer to put things together to promote that, um, you know, again, and we're really good, good uh, customers. And one of the uh, first customers at the uh, convention center in Oakland park, Kansas, where we have our markets twice a year. Uh, we've been there for 17 years now and, you know, they've been shut down and uh, since the beginning and, and the hotel connected to it, they've been shut down uh, ever since. Now they're, I think they're going to open up again in July, both facilities, but what's that going to look like? And uh, so we were, we were trying to, Figure out what are we going to do, what's fall going to look like, not knowing. We know what every state and areas are, are looking at in the different phases, but not sure what September would look like yet, how food would be served, all that kind of stuff. So we decided to uh, make the hard decision again and, uh, you know, do a show again online. We just put a press release that – thank you, uh, Hardware Retailing, for putting that out online yesterday. So we Glad appreciate you. It. you guys are a great uh, source for us. But, uh, you know – We're going to miss seeing the customers again. Uh, You know, our salespeople are back on the road. We did have them off for a few, uh, uh, several weeks, but uh, they were back, I think, last uh, in May, like the 18th, we started going out there again, appointment only, uh, wearing masks, making sure that we're invited to a store versus not. So, but we're going to miss seeing, you know, our people, our our customers, our vendors, but everybody gets it. I think they need to know, you know, where we are right now. And I think we made the right decision and hopefully next spring. Come next spring, we'll be able to have a market, physical market. But, you know, we're taking it online again. And 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 our our online markets might be a little bit different than, and, you know, we're extending the period of time a little bit more. if We're going to like uh, 12 days versus, you know, three days and open it to all of our customers. And it's a little bit different market online. Than maybe other distributors have. I mean, I think I've seen some other technology and going back ten years, there was similar technology where you could go to a virtual booth and right, okay, yeah. here's the specials and here you can go on and uh, chat with a vendor. And, you know, some of some of our vendors, not to knock them, but uh, they're not all very tech savvy, and and some of our people aren't even tech savvy. Sure, so. Sure. You know, but our customers are really, they really like our website in general. They know how to order from it. They know our promotions. So we kind of are going that way a little bit more, making it easier for them. Our salesmen can follow up. Our salespeople can follow up, see what orders might be in the the, the queue or in the hopper there, shopping cart, if you will, um, to, uh, you know, they can decide on their orders. So we're not rushing them through the three days, give them time to do it. But, you know, I still have our vendors uh, you know, certainly they have our customers' uh, contact information to call and say, hey, you did a drop ship order with us last time. Do you want to do it again? So we'll take, you know, I mean, to have that more yeah. personal touch versus the, but I think there's some great things. I You know, it's crazy. I think we'd all see in distributor side now how all these other software companies are coming out of the woodwork now talking about virtual shows. Yeah. And I, it's, it's a good tool. But it'll never replace the uh, the face to face shows that we all know, and I think it helps our customers to be next door or next to another retailer at, at dinner or or a, an event, just talking about business in general. And I think they miss that as well. So, but that's what we're doing coming up uh this uh, September. Uh, our show was scheduled 17th and 18th, or 17th to the I'm sorry, 17th through the uh, 19th, and we're taking it all the way through the uh, the 17th through the 28th. Okay. Uh, so that's us. And I know we're not the only one that had to make that hard decision. A lot of other good distributors out there, um, you know, had to do the same.
0: Well, and I think it's also, you know, an illustration of, of learning about how to do this. I mean, you know, you guys were one of the first ones, um, you know, the, that had to face that decision. Yeah. So you had to, you know, that, that same kind of agility that a lot of times independent retailers uh, you know, have to rely on that. We were just talking about, you guys had to make that decision in, in early March to, to say, man, how do we, how do we, how do we, uh, salvage this and, and understanding we can't get together face to face, but I got to agree with you on the whole face to face thing. You know, I've said, we've been meeting with some of some retail groups. And a lot of those are kind of the NRHA roundtable groups. And I was having a conversation earlier where we made a decision to, to cancel one of our, uh, face-to-face meetings for the year and everybody agreed and said listen it's great being able to get together on zoom and share best practices and all that kind of stuff but but a lot of times talking over dinner or over drinks is where you really get to share and get, get to uh, you know exchange information um, Well, I, th- so, I think
1: I think also just you know what you know virtually is 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 a great tool I mean getting more of our customers you know, and retailers online and, and understanding each other's websites and everything that we can do to order. But I think the challenge we have, and yeah, we, we've all been, I've been a zoom user before it was cool. I mean, yeah. I, I actually used it last year before it really got hot. Now it's a great tool, but it's only as good as the internet connections will allow for well, some people. True. And and some of our rural customers and even in the town we're in, you know, we need to have better. And that's a, that's a whole nother topic of to improve, better broadband for customers in a lot of rural areas. Cause yeah. Cause yeah, you could be frozen up on zoom or even on our website or whatever else. And um, you know, and and even the vendors could be on the same boat too. And wherever remote town they're in and, and getting stuck or whatever, not getting the messages they need. So, but yeah, it'll never replace it. We're, we're really looking forward to getting back. I think everybody wants to have a physical show as long as it's safe and we can provide, you know, and take care of everybody. And and that's, that's the biggest Conserve us, taking care of our customers and, and, and staff and vendors, making sure everybody's safe.
0: You know, um, I've said this several times, you know, during my podcast, and, and, and as anybody who listens to them knows that I ramble quite a bit, but uh, but I've said before, you know, oh, we've never seen these, you know, th- these kind of times, we've never faced them. And, I, and, and, and early on, someone pointed out and said, well, you know, Dan, NRHA has been around for 120 years years so that's not quite right you know we've faced a lot of things in our history and so now I've kind of changed it and said in in, in our lifetimes we've never faced this but Blish Mize is very much the same way in fact you guys are you guys are older than
1: NRHA and take that NRHA that's good yeah Yeah, Yeah. we're going to be celebrating our 150th next year I mean I'm the fifth generation running our company which is amazing You know, if our three founding fathers, Mr. Blish, Mr. Mize, Mr. Silliman back in 1871, could think that we would be around 150 years, I think they'd just drop over dead like they already are. You know, it's terrible. But, you know, I tell you, we we have our business, uh, it, it gets to a lot of things. We've survived probably, you know, five or six wars. You know, the major one, you know, back in the day in World War II, my grandfather would tell me stories about we were one of the only distributors in the Midwest at the time. And again, I don't know if this is true. No one's going to probably (laughs) refound me on this or not. But we were were one of the distributors guaranteed and, and able to sell rubber tires back in the day. Oh, sure, yeah. Because, you know, we used it for ag and all the stuff that we used to sell is amazing, how we could even get it out the door. But we had to think through the federal government to allow us to continue to sell that where others couldn't. And, you know, but grasshopper plagues and dust bowls and, (laughs) I mean, it's been land rush days. Uh, We've been around and uh, yeah, it's, it's tough. Other economic, uh, you know, issues. I think it gets back to, in my mind of being around that long, one, good customers. Um, You know, we we have survived because, you know, there's certainly customers that have come and gone that, you know, weren't the best. But, you know, overall, we still have some customers that have still done business over a hundred years. And and so it's really, you know, it tells us something. I think our people, um, you know, management in a way, I'm not, you know, just having, there's been a lot of good family businesses over the years that didn't make it. Um, But I think we're involved. I've been around, this will be my 30th year uh, working uh, with blish My Eyes. So that's why I'm almost bald now. (laughs) uh, But you worked your way up and I think that's it. But, you know, being involved, being accessible to our customers, I think that's what makes us... Uh, even though you know we're not the biggest and we're more regional, uh, we cover about 13 states and 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 in the Midwest and the Southwest and Rocky Mountain areas. But you know we do a good you know we do a good job and take care of our customers the best we can. And but been very fortunate again to be around as long as we've had and and to be essential again. And that probably was the same way it was back in the in the war days, to where yeah. things were shut down and rationed uh, distributors and and you know people need supplies and and and. That's been the amazing thing to me to see that during these times with, you know, just the product and things going out the door and and just because uh, everybody had to stay home to some degree.
0: Right. Yeah. And uh, and it's amazing. I think companies that have been around that long too also kind of have this perspective of you can't obviously you've got to react to the situation around you and and COVID is is ever present right now and has been for three months but you also get that little bit of perspective of saying we will move on that 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 we will get through this and there will be an industry after this, just like there was after the Spanish flu, just like, as you said, after world war one and world war two and, and a company like yours that has that longevity and, and, and history within the industry perhaps understands that a, a little bit better. And, and to that Jonathan, Let's let's shift and talk a little bit about you know we've talked about kind of how you guys have reacted what your customers are seeing with COVID. Where do you see the industry headed once we get out of this? I mean, once once COVID isn't the 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 topic of the of the hour, where do you see the industry headed?
1: Well, I hope uh, you know things improve in the supply chain side because I think we're all feeling shortages of supply or delays of product coming coming to us yeah. all. Um, you know, outside of the PPE with the mask and respirators and such, uh, but you know, some of our factories that are vendors we deal with, you know, they've been hit by the virus or they're just, you know, less people. I think don't, don't care what industry you're in, we're we're all challenged with people now. It's just, it's the constant that we have to the new norm and just trying to understand new generations and new workforce, and doing what we're doing. Um, you know, I think what where, where do I see the industry in, in 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 the upcoming you know after all this. I still see that, you know, I think one, we're essential, which I said so many times already, but it makes us feel strong. And I think the vendors will get better. I think the manufacturers will get the product together. It's going to take a while. It'd probably take the rest of the year to kind of get out of that, that slump and we'll all continue to have lower fill rates, which is tough to explain to the retailer that has uh, the empty peg hook there or the empty shelf. But um, you know, I think it's, it's, It's it's been a great industry and it is a great industry. It's just a challenge of who will come out of all this. Hopefully retailers will continue to survive doing what they're doing with funding and other things. Because again, they've been around, they're able to survive this. Hope our vendors will be able to do the same. Some, you know, will be able to continue to go on. Um, I also look at it just, you know, more consolidation continue to happen within vendors. I mean, some of our vendors now are big. I mean, they're really big. I mean, good companies that have, you know, combined. And, and I don't know how they handle that when you only have one person calling on us, for example, and they got all these different lines. I don't know how they keep it straight. And uh, then their computer system transfers and all that they have to do uh, is a lot of challenge. And I, I see that happening uh, ongoing. I, I even see some, you know, more consolidation i don't you know there's not very many of us left uh yeah. distributors and i've said that to you a long time ago and that's true um so you know we're, we're we're a strong company we're financially sound we're always looking to to acquisitions i mean we really the past several years we we've, we've made some non acquisitions just hired people from places that went out of business yeah. and uh, you know but we're looking at other areas of other distribution um you know who knows we're it, we're in distribution, but certainly hard lines is our, is always been our, you know, bread and butter, our backbone of what we do. But I, you know, I think, you know, other industries might come over to us or whatever. I think it within our, in our uh, just challenge of consolidation in general, because of, uh, you know, management or whatever else people get tired of it. I, I'd like to continue to keep this place going for a long time. And, and uh, you know, we have a succession plan and, and we feel pretty strong being a regional wholesaler but I think that's one of our challenges for anybody is just you know keep it finding the right products listening to our customers doing what we need to do to uh to uh you know help our customers continue to get going and you know get back to business which they've already been in business but to help their communities get back into business
0: yeah Um, and that's I think that's inherent to kind of what you were saying about being essential is I think that hopefully uh one of the things that gets reinforced out of coming out of these COVID times is how important and essential small business is to the local communities. And I certainly hope we all remember, you know, coming out of this as consumers that, that you want those local restaurants, you want your local hardware store. I mean a lot of people during COVID have have also said, "Listen, I feel a little bit more comfortable shopping at my local store rather than going to a big box. My local store will even bring it out to my car and I can't do that at those places." Mm-hmm. So hopefully those kind of lessons are are what I would say some of the positives coming out of this that you hope kind of transcend the the COVID challenge. Are there any other lessons? I mean you even talked about, I mean, we are just talking about you guys kind of had to learn how to how to do a virtual, uh, you know, kind of uh, show slash buying event. And, and what are some of the other lessons that you think that, that maybe retailers or maybe even Blish Mize kind of learns from the, the times we're operating in now?
1: Well, I think for our, for retailers, and again, it's easier said than done because, you know, we're they're just, uh, you know, we're fortunate enough for them to be customers of ours. We don't own the stores or anything like that. So we can't tell them what to do. Yeah, Uh, we suggest a lot of things. But yeah, and and there is they have to, you know, keep stores cleaner than maybe than they had before, better identification, you see it in a lot of bigger stores. And we offer these different packages for social distancing, to help uh, practice that, you know, to provide uh, other things that they're going to have to do and find other ways. Now, I think they understand, as you mentioned earlier about trying to be you know more agile on online services we provide other things for websites and, and fulfillment there for our brick and mortar stores yeah. um, you know for us it's just you know um m- making sure that our you know that you know i guess i'll look at it two ways one with our vendors uh making sure we're trying to get the supplies that we need uh taking care of our employees keeping everybody safe the best we can um, yeah and you know that's one thing about being a, a small distributor I mean, you know, people, customers can call me and have all the time. I mean, we're accessible here. And and being smaller, we're a little bit more agile, a little bit. Um, you know, certainly don't have all the great, you know, people available to do a lot of things. But we're able to sit there and make quick decisions yeah. and get things done. So we did that with the spring market. Um, you know, really, we already had it all there. Just, you know, kind of made it a little bit more. And it was more of the training for some. For customers that might not always get on our website or do whatever we need to do, but you know, I think that's the way it's going to be. And I think that really, if there was only any one positive that came out of all of this, uh, you know, again, we're still not out of the woods by any means. But getting people to use technology more uh, mm-hmm. has been has been really, you know, good to, to say. Okay, there's ways to connect. Here's ways to do. Um, so I, I think that's a good thing, and it kind of brings everybody. You know, some areas that you can't do that with, and and for whatever re- religious reasons are And then we're still gonna still have the same old paper versions of catalogs and yeah. things like that for everybody. And that's fine. Um, and that's what we're all about. But, you know, it, I think that's, you know, how we'll continue to, you know, focus on on going forward, I think, yeah. You know,
0: so. Well, and I think it's interesting too, I, I mean, you know, this concept and, and we've talked about it for, for years, but it's probably more uh, in the forefront right now is being there for your customers, whether you're a distributor or a retailer, however they want to interact with you, you know, and if that's, you have customers that aren't comfortable with technology and want to do things the old ways, you gotta, you gotta be there for them for whatever reason that is, mm-hmm. but also be there for the customers who are kind of tech forward and, and want to be able to act, interact in different ways. And, and again, I think, you know, COVID has kind of compressed all that into this three month period where you know, operations like yours are figuring out how to host a virtual market and figuring out how to get your customers up to speed on it. You know, you touched on Zoom. I'll admit that, I mean, I had used Zoom a couple of times leading into this, but now, I mean, it it's so, it, it's it been so ever-present for me on a daily basis. I have four and five Zoom meetings that now I'm so comfortable with it that I guarantee you it's going to be a part of how I operate just moving forward.
1: So. I agree. Uh, yeah. In fact, we're going to be having, uh, our company board meeting here in July we're going to be having it via zoom so God help me there I got a couple older uh, board members that uh, are tech-savvy really tech but they know how to do it and I think if you can do it via a computer with a camera's good versus on your cell phone and you're walking around and stuff yeah, like that yeah. it's like, I don't want to see all that you know or whatever but I think yeah I, I think there's a lot of good things from it and, and a good way to uh, in, in our buying group uh, we've had a couple board meetings like that too and we had better participation. It's kind of interesting. Not that I want to see it or not, but hey, it's, it's, it's a good way to interact and you can oh, share stuff. I think it makes a lot of sense.
0: Oh, and and, and and even the people that are kind of technophobes about it, it, if I can do it, it's pretty damn easy. You, you click <laughs> a link and it pops up on your screen and now when something goes wrong, that's, I don't know that I could troubleshoot it. But, but I, but I can get That's why we
1: have Kevin on the other end. He you know <laughs> use that dump button on me in case I said a bad word or something, okay. right?
0: <laughs> well, I don't do these without Kevin right, right there. Um, yeah. you know, well, well, Jonathan, thank you so much for taking time out of uh, what, everything you guys are doing to come and talk to us today. And, 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 uh, you know, I know it's going to now because of the timing, of everything, uh, I'm going to go a whole year without uh, coming to your market and talking to those 10 or 20 people that come to my seminars. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, uh, I do look forward to seeing you guys next year, uh, as, as we're, uh, getting everything, uh, Hopefully everything is back up and running and and, and next year is officially the one fiftieth, right? That's that's that is the-
1: correct. Yep. Actual uh in April is when we were founded in eighteen seventy one. So that'll be our official month. But yeah, we got a lot of things planned at, at the market here in our community. You know, again we're Houston's about a ten thousand uh population uh within the county, about another three or four thousand. So but a lot of people here in town don't even know what the heck we do. And <laughs> uh, so we may have a open house or whatever, but to be around 150 years, uh, to be a fifth generation, uh, you know, family member running the business, systemizes none of the Blishes or Sillamons. They got out. They got smart. No, <laughs> they, 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 we're, we're honored. We're, we're really honored to be around and, and just to hit that milestone to be fun. So, um, you know, we, we uh, you know, just, I, it's hard to believe from the way we started from, you know, wagon train days, outfitting wagon trains, oh, heading yeah. around, to e-commerce fulfillment, to everything that we're doing now. And it really gets back to our customers, our people that work for us and, and and great people like you guys, NRHA. I'm I'm not, not to do a plug or anything, but you know, again, I think that's, you know, one area that if we talk about consolidation or whatever, not, not to get too political of anything, but the more we all can learn from each other. And you guys have a lot of good retailers out there. Vendors can learn, work together with distributors. We all work together because we're all in the same boat. And, uh, I think it's a, it's a good thing, whatever you do, because we use a lot of your tools internally and for our customers. So uh, keep up the good work.
0: Well, well, thank you so much, John. And thank you again for, for taking time out and, and congratulations, early congratulations on the, on the 150th anniversary. And we'll have to have you back on the program at some point And, and, uh, and hopefully, uh, we'll, we'll get to shake your hand face to face here in the new future. And, uh, and uh, last, last thing, if people want to find out about your virtual market or, or, or find out how they might be able to learn more about Blish Mize, just uh, is the website kind of the best place to go to, or what would you well, recommend? Sure,
1: our, our website at uh, Blishmise.com, or you can certainly call us, uh, toll-free, 800-995-0525. <laughs> and uh, our customer service department, extension 1, will help me direct you to whoever uh, we need. If it's a salesperson in, in their region, we'll be happy to help. You can also call me uh, on my email address is Jonathan at blishmise.com. Jonathan with an A N, not an O N in the end. So you can certainly email me and I'll be happy to help out as well. But uh, thanks for the for the uh, the plug there, Dan. Let me, you know, advertise or company a little bit more there. Blishmise.com.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll just send you the bill. <laughs> All
1: right. Thanks. I'll be used to that. I'm used to that because you also do our magazine, which you do a great job in doing too. So thank you. Thank you. Appreciate right. it very much.
0: Thanks so much, Jonathan. Best to you and your family as well.
1: You too, Dan. Thanks. Thanks.